What's up, WizKids, our DC family? We're really excited to have another podcast for you. Jamo K. Davis here with Jeremy Hyman and Jacob Rabe. And guess what? Joining us in our second segment will be Brandon Jennings, the newest Washington Wizard guard on the staff here. We look forward to having him in the show, and we'll give you an inside look into the player and who he is off the court. But, guys, let's talk about that great win, the back-to-back win over the Warriors and then the Toronto Raptors. And playing, so that's supposed to be a Drake lyric? Yeah, 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 yeah. Started from the bottom of the Eastern Conference, at least in the Southeast mm-hmm. Division, and now we're definitely on the top. And rising, D.C. rising. I worked in all three. Yeah. How about that? Even though we don't really do D.C. rising anymore. But anyway, they beat the Raptors 105-96 to on the road in the second of a back-to-back 2-0. And, and it wasn't, Wednesday, it wasn't, even, that, it wasn't even that close. It wasn't. It wasn't. And just an inside uh, basketball instead of baseball joke. Uh, Jacob joked in a meeting earlier today that uh, Boy Boyan Bogdanovich is his MVP. We need. To, I think I thought we needed to start having internal discussions about <laughs> promoting Boyan for MVP um, of the league. Well, if, uh, more nights like last night, we might have a real case. Yeah, it was a. He was amazing, and that actually is fourteen out of the last fifteen games, if you include his time with uh, the Brooklyn Nets for a little bit, 14 of the last 15 games, he scored in double digits. So he's hot. He's hot. That's what he does. He's a scorer, a shooter. He can score. We saw it last night. That was obviously his best game here. But, I mean, I don't think we'll expect 27 from him every night off the bench. But he can give you 15, 15 points somewhere in that range. That's I think that'll be just what this team needs. And that's exactly what they wanted when they uh, acquired him at the deadline. The bench was electric last night. That 26-1 to one run was unbelievable. Yeah, that's probably their best run, I think, of the season. Has to be. Just, not just from, from the numbers, but I just mean how hot, how well they played together, how hot they were, and, and uh, you know, the way they played defense. Hell holding Toronto without a field goal for about six minutes there was really impressive. So, um, and Jason Smith got involved after he didn't play Jace for a few games. Jason back in the game. I mean, to have a guy like Jason Smith who maybe he takes a couple games off, but then you know you can plug him in for 15 minutes on the second night of a back-to-back and he's going to perform, that's in, that's invaluable. Mm-hmm. That's That was, you know, we used to always talk about Garrett Temple in that way, who was a great reserve here for the last few years. He could go a few games without playing, and you throw him right in there, and he's always ready. Jason Smith, the same kind of guy. Yeah. Doesn't play a couple nights, stays ready, pops right back in. His jumper looks like it's you know it never left. He's knocking down shots. He's active. He's yeah. energetic. So all that was um, you know all that's really really positive to see. And that's that's how you win those second nights of the back to backs because you can't you know rely on John and Brad to give you forty minutes and thirty points mm-hmm. you know every night. Especially with we have a lot of back to backs coming up in March. Boyan, 15-plus points in three of the four games since he's joined the Wizards. That first game, he was probably just kind of get used to playing with the Wizards, so he didn't play much or played that well in, against the Sixers in Philly. But uh, he's really played well of late. And that is the first time this season that anyone on the bench led the team in scoring. Yeah, and that's you know that says a lot because they just acquired him, and that's that's like we said. That's what this team needed was a bench spark. A uh, guy that could could get buckets because the bench has had issues getting points, you know, consistently throughout the year. They've had some games with, you know, they had during that stretch they had some nice games, but they had, you know, a lot of games they had some struggles and they were struggling to move the ball around and get good shots. And now I think with Bogdanovich and now Jennings, who we, you know, the team just acquired, 
uh, yesterday. Um, and also, free agent and also the fact that Jan Mahimi is starting to look like himself. Right. Yeah. And that was my last guy. And I was going to say, and Jan Mahimi, who's now also starting to, he's healthy now and looks more like the Jan Mahimi we thought we were getting. That's three new guys that really weren't a part of this rotation for a good chunk of this season that are going to be probably very important pieces to this playoff, you know, the stretch run and then in the playoffs. I mean, that's probably going to be three of your key rotation guys off the bench. So the game before that, Jacob, um, I can't say enough about how amazing that game was, even despite the fact that Kevin Durant went out at the beginning of it, just to see the way that Washington fought against the Golden State Warriors was just an amazing game. Talk about what you remember from that game, favorite moment, just seeing the crowd. Uh, the, ener- the energy was electric. The energy in the building was absolutely electric. I thought that the team as a whole played phenomenally well. I mean, I don't think that KD going down really took anything away from the victory. Um, it hurt them, certainly, but um, you play with the hand you're dealt, and that's still a really, really good team without Kevin Durant. Um, I mean, Andre Udala's minutes picked up, and he's obviously a great player. And so um, I think that I think that the moment that stood out to me in that game was was Otto Porter going up and fighting for that offensive rebound mm-hmm. and getting to the free throw line late when it easily could have gone the other ball easily could have gone the other way and given them a possession to take the lead. Instead, Otto grabs it, knocks down his free throws, and we take the lead for the final time. So that to me, Otto. Otto really just... Otto! Yep, that was the game-winning play. And that's what Scott Brooks always says, is that Otto makes winning plays and not, doesn't get more of a winning play than that because that literally won the game because he hit, gets the rebound, gets fouled, makes two free throws to put the team ahead. Curry misses a three, and then Keith seals it with two more free throws at the end there. But Otto's play was what won that game. And... It was, I don't know, we've had so many big wins, but that might be their best win of the season. Has to be. Because of who they beat. You know, they get off to a great start, build a huge lead. Golden State fights back. You know, it's you know, Golden State's gonna fight back. Yeah, and then and then they held them off. I mean, they had you know tied late. It was tied for almost the whole fourth quarter, basically within a possession or two. Double digit lead changes. Right, and then it was. you know, but they they made the plays. You know, they once again, like we said after the Cleveland game, where we said we just saw what this team can do against the very best mm-hmm. in the league. Granted, they were on a back to back, didn't have KD. Still, it's one of the best teams in the league, and the Wizards went toe to toe with them and beat them, and they were a miracle LeBron three away from beating the Cavs here a few weeks ago, and that when they went all out, so. That's that's what's really encouraging right now with about six weeks until the playoffs that the Wizards look now like one of the real contenders in the league. And I, I mean, I'm not going to start getting my ring size for a championship yeah. yet yeah. and call the Wizards one of the favorites because I still think it's it's Golden State and Cleveland are still the clear favorites, but... Boston took care of Cleveland last night. I, I'm. It's. It's not. It doesn't seem as a much of a foregone conclusion as yeah. maybe it did a couple months ago that that's going to be the finals. It seems like Boston, Washington. I know Toronto made some moves to bolster their squad. Lowry going down really um, hurts. Yeah, yeah, that's going to hurt them. But we'll see if he's back for the playoffs. We'll see if Kevin Love's back for the playoffs for you know what's his status going to be like mm-hmm. but Cleveland just they don't seem as unbeatable I don't know if it's what it is that they seem a little bit more vulnerable yeah we'll they just see. picked up a slew of new pieces right and so we'll see how those guys fit in I mean they got 
couple new Derek Bogus, Williams. Williams. Yeah. The other Derek, Derek, Derek and Derek and Derek, Derek Williams. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Cleveland got better. We'll see how it all fits for them. But I think if the Wizards can get one of the, you know, even if they finish two or three in the East and they can maybe get the Celtics in the second round, get Cleveland in the conference finals. We'll see. We'll see who's healthy, who's playing the best right then. I just, I think we've seen enough from the Wizards now to say that they're not going to be the favorite. They're not going to be picked to beat Cleveland. I don't. No one's ever going to be picked to beat LeBron in the East, as like when you know going into a series. But it doesn't seem as impossible as mm-hmm. maybe it had in the past that someone could could take them down. And the way the Wizards have been playing, I just I think they they have at least a legit shot of doing doing some damage in the postseason. And it's one thing to say that. You know, prognosticators, predictors are saying, oh, I could see this team in the Eastern Conference Finals. But now, Jacob, they have a target on their back. They are now the number two seed in the East. And I think that does make a difference in how they're playing. Washington, three seed. Three Three seed. No, we jumped over Toronto. Yeah, for three. We jumped over Toronto to get to To three. three. Yes, Boston's still a couple games ahead. So to, like, think about us now being a team that – teams are now you know we talked about how they w- they got up for cleveland mm-hmm. they get up for the warriors now they're going to get up for the wizards mm-hmm. that's another level of finding out how this team will respond right i think so i mean you're, you're you've been as hot as anybody since the new year and so you're gonna get you're gonna get team's best shot and uh and you got to be ready for that it brings a higher level of play every night um i think we saw that uh, in the utah game utah utah's really good and they played phenomenally well in that game last Sunday evening um, yep. and and they, and they took it to us and that was not a great performance by us but the bounce back against Golden State in Toronto was was phenomenal and mm-hmm. you know you can't have your best every night it's an, it's an up and down season but um, we were talking about the fact that um, after losing to Philadelphia and Utah it was really easy to see on the schedule a big slide coming up for the team because you know we didn't we certainly weren't thinking the Wizards were going to beat the Warriors necessarily. I mean, it wasn't like yeah. we, we thought they had a chance, certainly, but yeah. you'd say low, less than 50%. You'd say every team has less than 50% chance against the Warriors on any given night. Sure. Um, and then the back-to-back going to Toronto, it's an incredibly tough trip. You don't get into Toronto until 3 or 4 in the morning and mm-hmm. then have to go play a pretty good Raptors team on their court. Mm-hmm. Then the Raptors back here. And then and then all of a sudden, you know, you've lost four or five in a row. But, no, that skid's not going to happen. They played two of their best games of the season against the Warriors and the Raptors. This team continues to surprise me night in and night out. And they just – they look really good, and they're playing with a lot of confidence. And, get, and you know, they're only adding pieces, getting – um. Getting Bogdanovich, he's obviously fit in phenomenally well already. I think I've used the word phenomenal like five <laughs> times in the last Even two minutes. Even just McCullough got into the game. Like yeah, we yeah, got we, we saw we got uh, we got McCullough in the game. Um, you know, Jan Mahimi. Uh, we're finally seeing the reason that we signed him in the off season. Yeah, um, his rim protection is something we really um, we certainly didn't have on the second unit, and he's he's the he's the best rim protector on the team when yeah. he's healthy. Um, and and I'm excited to see what Brandon Jennings brings to the table as yeah. well. But really I, excited for him to make his debut. Right, and I think w- in years past, this team might have gone on a slide after a couple of, you know, after the All-Star break. You know, they've had issues before at mm-hmm. that time. I mean, even the playoff teams, they that's when they kind of went on their slide. And, you know, like Jacob said, it was a very tough part of the schedule, the tough back-to-back, and they responded as well as they could have. 
All right, Wiz Kids or DC family. Uh, after the break, we have a big surprise for you. As I mentioned before, we're going to have Brandon Jennings, the newest Washington Wizards, join us here on the Off the Bench podcast. <laughs> All right, WizKids, joining us now is the newest addition to the Washington Wizards, Brandon Jennings. Welcome to Washington, D.C. Welcome, Brandon. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Uh, what have you experienced so far in your first, what, 24 hours of being here? Less than that now. Less than that? Uh, nothing really. I mean, you know, I just came today. Uh, well, last night I came and got some shots up, worked out. Um, you know, today we ran through some plays with my teammates and things like that. So it's been been a long day, a long morning. Haven't really ate yet, so I uh, can't wait to get some food, actually. <laughs> can we help you, like, with a – can we make a recommendation? What kind of food do you want? Uh, Italian or Chinese. Uh, there's Vapiano's. You can get some pizza made. Yep, great spot. We, are, some great we spot. are in we are in Chinatown here. <laughs> right. China, Chinese food shouldn't be too hard to find. <laughs> yeah. 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 But, but, like, you want, like, Tony Chang's, a nice restaurant where you can sit out in. Even our old owner, A. Poland, used to go to Tony, Tony Chang's. Okay. Okay. It's right around the corner on 8th Street. is good. That's all that matters. Okay. Favorite dish? Uh, shrimp fried rice. Shrimp fried rice. Okay. Mine is uh, sweet and sour. Okay. The okay. fried, fried and yeah, just I love rice. Sauce. So Italian food. I like risotto, of course. You know, I lived in Rome, Italy. So yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. we would get to in, in a couple of minutes. Uh, Brandon, um, coming in late in the season like this, obviously, you're a vet. You've played on a lot of different teams. We've played a bunch of different teams now. What do you see on this Wizards team right now, and where do you think that you can come in and help out? Uh, well, I mean, their starting five is uh, absolutely um, amazing. Um, you, you know, f between John and Bill, um, you know, one of the best backcourts in this league. Um, you know, I think they went on the 18-21 and 21 win streak before the break. Um, so, for me, I think just coming in and just bringing that same energy. I mean, um, you know, I'm not trying to come over here and mess anything up or anything like that. I just want to play my role, just play hard every night, and just give the bench a, a lift. Brandon, guy, we know you're around the league. We've seen you play. You're a guy you can get buckets. You make plays. People think of you. You're a playmaking guy, an offensive guy. What's something maybe our fans don't know about you that on the court, something you can bring to this team? Uh, well, I mean, you kind of said it all. <laughs> <laughs> you know, right there. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, now, you know, I think in my career, you know, I just want to just, you know, just control the tempo, control the game, um, you know, get guys good shots, um, just run the offense. So, you know, when John and them coming out, they have the lead, you know, the main thing is to maintain it, um, you know, and keep the lead up for them. Now, the key for me also is that you're this isn't your first time in the DMV area because you went to Oak Hill Academy. Yes. So did you go to D.C.? Did you go to the mall? Like, what places did you go to then that maybe you're like, oh, yeah, I wanted to either live around here or go hang out around here? Um, well, actually, you know, during a lockout, during a lockout year, I spent a lot of my time in Baltimore. Um, you know, at, you know, at the Under Armour office, I was an intern making shoes and things like that. <laughs> so, um, so, th so, so a lot of times I would come down here and play ball at Berry Farms, um, you know, in the DC Pro Am League, yeah. and then you know we had that game against LA versus DC. So, you know, I've been, it, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I've been yeah, down yeah. here a lot, um, you know, especially during that time during the lockout. 
So uh, so then let's fast forward. You decided not to go the college route for those of you whiz kids listening that didn't know he didn't go to college, but decide to go the pro route overseas. What was that like for you being an eye opening experience that maybe is something that I know many people have asked you that before. But looking at it now, what memory sticks out for you that's still like, yes, that was the right move and I'm happy about it. And this is something that was like really uh, a, a big moment that you enjoyed over there. Uh, well, I think just the fact that I always dreamed about going to the NBA out of high school and being a pro out of high school. So I think that was one of my dreams, the fact that I achieved uh, <laughs> to go out of high school and, and be a professional right out of high school. Um, it it wasn't the NBA, but, I mean, you know, living in Rome, Italy, um, playing a professional league overseas, you know, I mean, it was it was cool. You know, it was yeah, cool. I got yeah, to play yeah, in the yeah. league and things like that. So I think just making that jump. So I felt like, you know, I had to, I had one up <laughs> of everybody. Did you, did you talk to um, Emmanuel Mudiay at all before he made his decision? Um, no, nah, nah, you know, honestly, I never really got any, uh, a lot of, a lot of kids never really contacted me about, about going, um, you know, so, um, you know, yeah. I'd expect that I'll be reaching out to you about that. <laughs> when, when was your time? What? Will you say you're going to reach out to him? No, I said I would expect that um, oh, everybody oh, would I reach see, out I to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Me too. I, I mean, I think at the time, you know, I got I got so much bad, p- bad, you know, media from it. because I Which was is a, ridiculous. But yes. Yeah. I mean, you know, which. It happens in baseball. It happens in hockey. Yeah. Like, what? What's yeah, the big but deal? I think I think a lot of people thought, man, if he does this, nobody's going to want to go to college anymore. Mm-hmm. Things like that. No, I just made a decision that I felt like was best for me and my family. Um, I mean, listen, I, I went to Rome, Italy. I got a shoe contract out of high school. So I was just doing what's best for me and my family. I still encourage kids to go to school. Yeah. Um, you know, but if you feel like you're ready to make that jump, then make the jump. And Brandon, we've seen how what you can do on the court for some of our fans that don't know you personally. What what are the, some of the stuff you like to do off the court, stuff you're interested in, stuff you do as a hobby, that kind of stuff? Uh, I just love music. Um, you know, music is like everything to me. Uh, if you follow me on Twitter, I'm always posting new music and things like that. Um, you want to help us with the opening video? We need we need some new music. For it. <laughs> Depends on what type of music. Okay, uh, we'll talk about that uh, on like, camera. Uh, okay, okay. Like, I assume like a lot of like folk country music. <laughs> Uh, a lot of that's R&B. That's basically what I've a seen on your R&B. Twitter. It's mostly like Brad Paisley <laughs> and that sort of thing. No, a lot of R&B, man. Yeah. A lot of R&B. I like to keep it mellow. You okay. Any, any any tracks? Do you do any uh, your oh, own no, stuff? Oh, no, 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 no. Just, no, just no, I just, uh, Yeah, I just like okay. music. All right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you, you played in Italy. Did you buy an Italian sports car when you were over there? What are you driving now? Uh, uh Well, over there they gave us a Volvo. Our Ooh, team was sponsored okay. by Volvo. So, yeah, you know. Uh, they pay for your living in in your uh, your car. So, did you have to get like a new license and stuff over no, there? No, I didn't drive. My mom, test? my mom came with me. Oh, yeah, okay. So my mom so she was did driving. all the driving. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was only nineteen, so I couldn't. I wasn't really. Going over there. Yeah, I, yeah. I wasn't going over. They there wouldn't myself. let you drive over there. No, I just wasn't. I oh, just you wasn't just didn't ready. want. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Okay. So, do you have an Italian sports car now? Like, is that like a thing for you? No, 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 no. Okay. Okay. Don't need to do too much driving in D.C. for living around no, here. No, you could take the metro pretty much anywhere you want to go, Uber <laughs> or whatever it can yeah. be. Okay. All right, well, thank you very much for joining us. No problem. Uh, we really look forward to seeing you on this team, and I know you're excited to be on the playoff team and making a big push for – uh, what we hope is a, a, a long run in the playoffs. Run. Very yes, sir. Yeah, yes. deep run. So yeah. thanks for joining us, and we look forward to catching up with you. All right. You, so. Thank you, guys. Thank thanks you. Thank All right.
All right, welcome back to Off the Bench. Jamoke Davis here with Jeremy Hyman and Jacob Rain. Guys, I tell you what, Brandon Jennings was awesome. That was a lot of fun. Uh, that was. That was. He was really nice. cool, laid back about it, uh, gave us some great insight into his game on and off the court, which was really cool to see. Yeah, I can't yeah. wait to see him out on the court, um, probably making his debut tomorrow against uh, Toronto. Should yeah. be in uniform. Number seven. Number seven. Old How about number that? seven. <laughs> old number seven. Who is the old number seven, Jeremy? Uh, we, we've, got, we've had a few sevens <laughs> through here. I believe our my good friend Al Harrington, I think, Al Harrington? I think was number seven. Andre? Uh, yep. Andre Dre, was seven Dre for was a minute. Seven. Yeah, yep. yeah. Wow, wow. All the memories. Okay, but Brandon Jennings was good. But let's look forward to that Toronto game, that home-and-home home series. Uh, Jacob, if you can just talk about what your thoughts are after a home game. and it, Not a trap game, but, I mean, they beat them soundly in Toronto, and I'm sure they would expect more of the same here. But how do they stop from Toronto wanting to, you know, return the favor? Well, so it's always tough to play a team twice in a row. Um, to beat a team twice in a row. Yeah. For sure. There you go. And there's a little bit more out of meeting on this game because it's going to determine the season mm -hmm. series. And right. there are a lot of scenarios where this where these two teams end up tied at the conclusion of the year. So I think that there's added weight on the game. And um, But um, coming back home after the sound beating, you certainly like our odds in the game. Um, them playing without Kyle Lowry, you just can't overstate what he means yeah. to that team yeah. and how much his loss has affected them. Um, if – if they don't get him back by playoff time, they're going to have a really tough road in the playoffs because he makes so many things happen for them and is just such an impressive player in this league. And it's, you know, it's, um, it would be the equivalent of us having to play without John. And I'm not trying to compare John and Kyle as players, you know, mm -hmm. um, oh. but they both just do so much for the two teams. That's, yeah. that's absolutely true. And I was going to say, it's very hard to come back from Toronto and then beat Toronto here in Washington, but we certainly remember doing that. I think we beat them four times in a row. <laughs> doing that two years <laughs> four, ago. Four flying, flying back from Toronto, yeah. day off, playing them again here that next day, and then we beat them again two days later here. Uh, Absolutely after, destroyed after them in that game four. That was right. a celebration. And that, and that was after beating them twice yeah. in Toronto, which, you know, that was obviously a much different team then. It's a much different team now, but – um, it's just funny that it's like feels like a like a little bit like that yeah. playoff series now here with a, a home and home. And it's interesting because Jeremy, you know, we had marching on off the bench, and and you were talking to him about the the team picture that was taken. What is the mood of the players off the court when you were flying to Toronto? I know they were so excited after beating Golden State, and then coming back home. I know it's late at night, but. I can imagine that it's still you can hear something going on at the front of the plane or just the excitement from the players. Yeah, the mood the mood's always is good. A after any road win, the mood's always good, but definitely after beating the Raptors, the mood's going to be, you know, they know who they know where the Raptors are in the standings. They see yeah. they check that stuff and even if they don't talk about it, they know what these games mean and they know what Friday's game's going to mean in terms of in playoff implications and seeding. Um, and, you know, it's one game. This one game could make a big difference just getting one more game ahead of Toronto and that tiebreaker. So it, it's kind of like a two-game swing, even though we're 24 or something games away from the playoffs. It's This is going to be one of those games that really could could make a difference in the seeding. And, yeah. and, and, and the, mood, the mood, they're going to be ready to play again, again on Friday. So the crazy thing about this, just a small weird thing, is they play Toronto and then they play Orlando on Sunday. That's our last home Sunday game of the regular season. We only have 
two more home weekend games all year. One this Saturday, is, one Sunday. We don't have many games, home games no, left. Only eight, eight. eight more, right? Is that it? It's crazy. Nine, eight yeah. or nine. Yeah, it really like is. That. It's unbelievable. Yeah. We have two-thirds of the remaining games are on the road. Mm -hmm. That's yep. so tough. Six weeks from today, we will be awaiting our first playoff opponent, hopefully game one here at home yeah. in, uh, in D.C. But I would we'll be really disappointed if game one's not at home this year. Yeah, I mean, I definitely want it at home. I feel like at the same time, I, we just, I've been here the longest. And we should be longest. going to get a top four seed. Yeah. And that means it would be at home. Yeah. So. And just having been here the longest, I feel like them playing at home to start a series just seems really – yeah, just weird. It's just different. When it's was the different. last time we did that? I, oh my gosh! I don't. I don't think. Not I, since I've been here. I was gonna say it's been. It's been. Uh, oh my gosh! Yeah, it's I think so you have to go ago. back to like the seventies teams. Yeah, I think I. We have to check that. We never did it in the in the mid two thousands. I don't. No, early two thousands. So. No, because no, because no, we went to Chicago. The Chicago series. Right. Gilbert hit the game winner. I'm just thinking the team hasn't won over forty six games since seventy eight, and I don't. I don't think that would ever no. have been a higher. Yeah. Oh, we'll have to check that, but that's we'll get back on that for the next one. But I think this would be their first time hosting a playoff game in quite some time, um, hosting a game one here. Um, but I think now, like we said before, you know, we talked earlier about the with now that we've seen how good they can be. Yeah. What that also brings is now there's expectations from the fans from you know media people are going to start picking them people are already there's buzz about the wizards or one yeah. of the teams in the east that are yeah can make some noise so you get you kind of go you know f the last couple of years when they were in the playoffs they were sort of the underdog mm -hmm. nobody picked them to win and they liked that role but now you start winning these games they're going to you know start winning if they keep winning in march and go into the playoffs hot People are going to pick them, and they're going to yeah. be. It's going to be, you know, Eastern Conference are going to kind of be. That's sort of going to be the new, like that's the minimum. You got to yeah. get to at least yeah. the Eastern Conference Finals, which is crazy to say that that's like, you know, that's that's the least we want now yeah. because that usually was that was the goal. But um, and to get to give some love as we're ending this podcast, that's basically the funny thing is the Wizards and Capitals are yeah both going to be possibly playing at home in the playoffs. It's going to be Caps pretty just, crazy. Caps just went all in with the yeah. acquisition yes. of Kevin Shattenkirk. Yeah. You yeah. Know, we can, yeah. There, uh, we, can, we, can, we can have our talking hockey <laughs> segment here. Good <laughs> hockey talk. But, but no, both teams, I, I mean, we're, the hope is certainly there's expectations that we could see both of them through May. We got a lot coming up, Toronto and Orlando. But then, Jeremy, you're going on the road to Phoenix, Denver, Sacramento, Portland, and Minnesota. That is a long long road trip the longest of the season yeah yeah about a, a a week i believe a little we'll be gone for a little over a week but yeah five cities i think seven days well the first four and five nights that's going to be really tough yeah the four and fives always brutal for any any nba team especially when you go out west you're in the different time zone but you know this team we've you know come up with all those quote-unquote excuses that everyone will use for schedule losses and all that and they've They've been resilient all year and uh -huh. showing that they can win those these type of games. So we'll see. This will be a great test. This next West Coast trip, uh, you know, a lot of those teams are 500 sub 500 teams, but it's not certainly no easy easy task. It's, going it's out the there easier of the two West Coast trips in terms of teams, but it's four right. games and five nights on yeah. the West yeah. Coast. And That's a bear. And those and the you know the second nights are going to be at Denver, who's playing a lot better lately, mm -hmm. and then at Portland. they probably had a rookie of the year. Yeah. Well, no, he's he's not a rookie. I don't second believe. year. 
I thought he's a, he's going to be a rookie. Are you talking oh, I thought you were talking for about Denver. Jokic or Jokic. Yeah, Jokic. No, he's, he's not a rookie. He's not a rookie, but they do have uh, uh, they do have a good rookie. Um, oh, uh, the kid from Kentucky, Murray, Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray, Jamal, Jamal Murray. Okay, yeah, okay. he's good. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. yeah. Jok- Jokic is playing at an incredibly high level right yeah. now. Yeah, he really is. He's he's one of the emerging young stars now in this league, but uh, Tri- yeah. had a triple double the other night as yeah. a center. Yeah, Seems I believe to get last night. back to back triple doubles. Yeah, yeah. Um, but d- I mean, not he's the Russ Westbrook of big men. <laughs> the yeah. Russell Westbrook of big men. Yeah, but it'll be tough. I think obviously you want to have any road trip, you want to have a winning record. So three and two would certainly be. Yeah, in my mind, would be a a great trip. If they could do that, I think anytime you go over 500 on a West Coast trip, you're happy. What city but are you most looking forward to visiting? Uh, good question. I probably would say, I think the first one, Phoenix. I Phoenix. like Phoenix yeah, a lot. It's going to be too. 80, 80 degrees. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe we'll catch a Cactus League game again. I know we got to do that last year because of the schedule. We see some spring training baseball if we get any time. but uh, The tie I'm actually wearing today was from the Ralph Lauren store uh, right there. Uh, black label, black label note. tie I got yeah, at the, I like Phoenix the mall around there. I have good friends, good shirt friends I wore today. There. I'm pretty sure it was probably bought by my mom. <laughs> good notes. <'cause laughs> I don't shop. Good clothing talk, too. Way to put that in. Um, but, yeah, so we got a big, big road trip coming up. And then, like you said, the end of the month, another week out west. Yeah. We'll be in L.A. for that's, a week. That's a tougher trip in terms of the, the in terms of the teams we're playing, certainly. Yeah. That's All right, well. Real, that's a really tough trip. Uh, what's going to be tough is ending this podcast. I've had a lot of fun with you guys. <laughs> yeah. It's been <laughs> great. Thanks again to Brandon Jones yeah, that was, for coming. That yeah, was that was he was great, awesome. Great he was Can't awesome. wait to see him make his debut. Yeah. And we'll have our next episode of Off the Bench. March 14th, just ahead of March Madness. We'll get going again. Thank you very much, WizKids, for joining Wait, us. Wait, we're going to talk before March 14th. Before March 14th? Well, not, I won't be no, here. No, he but, won't be but here. But okay, but we're going to do another podcast. Yeah, we're not going to go two weeks without podcasting. Really? Yeah, we okay. can't go. We've can't. We got to go once a week now. Let's like, try the ninth. We'll like try the ninth. the Stooges had Mo, Larry, and Curly, but one couldn't do, and then Shemp for we'll Shemp. We'll work it. We'll work it. <laughs> yes. So Zach Rosen is basically our Shemp. Yeah. We're going to call him Shemp on the next. We got it. We got a pod next week. <laughs> All right, so we'll get this podcast going pod on next waits for Thursday, no one. March 9th. Uh, we'll maybe I don't know. We'll 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 maybe get creative with whoever our special guest is. For Jeremy Hyman and Jacob Frame, thank you, Brandon Jennings, for joining us. I'm Jamoke Davis. Ciao for now, Wiz Kids. You are our DC family. We love you. <laughs>